Ah, it's good to have you back in that spot, Brian. It's good to be back, Peter. By the way, what'd you end up doing with James Woods? Don't worry, Brian. He's being examined by top men. Who? Top men. I got the horses in the back, horse tack is attached, hat is Maddie Black, got the boots that like you man. Riding on a horse, you can whip your Porsche. Hey everybody and welcome to the most wicked awesome podcast on your feed. This is freaking sweet, a Family Guy podcast. A week by week, episode by episode, look back at Family Guy 20 years later. I am your Family Guy, Ian. And this week we're doing a little star fucking. We're bringing in a hometown hero. It's Peter Scott Woods. James Woods! I don't believe it. Hi, how are you? Hello everyone! This is our fourth season's 11th episode and our 61st episode overall. 61st, I just had to go through. I realized that I skipped uh, episode 58, so I had to update the numbers on our episodes. Uh, So last week's was actually the 60th. This is our 61st episode. And this episode aired on September 11th, 2005. It was written by Danny Smith. And directed by Chuck Klein and Zach Moncrief. Danny Smith and Chuck Klein are both on the commentary, along with Seth, David Goodman, uh, Chris Sheridan, the two executive producers on the show, and James Woods was actually on it. Uh, he's a really big fan of the show, um, and he loved that the show, uh, that the high school was named after him. And uh, he's uh super psyched he he was super psyched to be on the show he was super psyched to do the commentary and uh yeah he's a little rough to be frank Uh, a couple of his jokes are a little iffy and i don't you know agree with uh him on most things politically but uh most of it was he was actually mostly just really funny because he was just talking shit about the business but it was actually a really funny commentary, despite a few uh, jokes here and there. And this episode is really fucking funny, and it's setting up so many follow-up episodes that are absolutely hilarious. And this sets up my favorite episode, and then there were fewer uh, later on down the line. God, I'm so fucking excited to do that and it's gonna take so long to get there but that's my favorite episode of all time uh and before we get into this episode we're gonna get into our concurrent cartoons but i gotta tell you this episode is one i'm really really excited to do uh so we'll catch you on the other side of a really full concurrent cartoons concurrent cartoons if you didn't notice there was a really big gap between our last episode and this one uh, almost, I close to two months. 
But what that did was it gave us a little time, and now we actually have new episodes of cartoons. King of the Hill didn't premiere tonight, uh, but we are on Sundays, and we did have a new episode of The Simpsons. It was Bonfire of the Manatees, which is a really good episode. It's uh, the first episode of the whatever season. They were already at a ridiculous number of seasons by this point. And it's a really good episode. Uh, Marge gets really fed up with Homer. She goes out and she ends up uh, being accosted by a manatee. She meets the guy who works with them. And she falls in love with working with them because they remind her of Homer. And it's a really sweet episode uh, for their relationship. And it's just a really good episode uh, in general. Then uh, there was a pilot for the show... Um, The War at Home, uh, which starred Michael Rapoport and uh, Ronnie Malik, uh, or Rami Malik. Uh, I don't know how to say his name exactly, uh, but they were both in that. Michael Rapoport's one of my favorite, um, he's one of my favorite side actors. Uh, some of his most famous, he was in The Heat, uh, he was in This, uh, The War at Home, which is a sitcom, I remember it premiering, it was okay. Um, you know, as far as sitcoms go, but he was in Friends, uh, for a few episodes. He dated Phoebe and he's in Big Bang Theory. He sells them, uh, some helium. I love Michael Rappaport. He, he's fantastic. Uh, but, it, it, but then that's not a cartoon, but then our episode premiered, then American Dad premiered the episode Bullocks to Stan. Uh, and this is where the second half of the first season comes in. This episode is... Uh, really funny. It's the episode where Bullock, Stan's boss, uh, starts dating Haley, uh, and Stan lets it happen because he's trying to get a promotion. And it's really, really funny. It's probably one of my favorite episodes of that season. I really recommend seeing that. Uh, a few things, uh, that were playing at the same time as this, uh, though none of it is cartoons, so concurrent cartoons is a bit of a misnomer. Uh, but they were playing Ocean's Eleven on 9-11, I'm just saying. Uh, there was The Girls Next Door, which was a show back in the day, which was about three Playboy Playmates who were, like, dating Hef. <clears throat> uh, Rome which was a show about two Roman guards. I remember that being on TV. There was the Extreme Makeover Home Edition, which I don't know why they didn't just call it Extreme Home Makeover. Uh, then there was the Surreal Life, uh, My Fair Brady, which was about one of the Brady Bunch dudes, and he was dating the the winner of America's Next Top Model. I think her name was like Adrian, but that show was kind of funny. And then Breaking Bonaducci was on after that, and that was like a reality show that was about Danny Bonaducci, uh, who was interesting. And I I remember watching Breaking Bonaducci, and uh, I just I don't know why Danny Bonaducci's kind of cool. Um, but uh, that's pretty much everything that played uh, at the same time and around our episode. And that Simpsons episode is really funny, and that American Dad episode is one of the best episodes of that season, so I recommend watching both of those. And with that, we will get you right into your episode of Family Guy, Peter's Got Woods. This week's episode starts with, a, I guess, a funny joke about all old people agreeing with Arnold Palmer about a, a nice lunch of grilled cheese and tomato soup. I guess that's 
okay. But Lois uh, is leaving, and so Peter has to go to the PTA. And uh, he's like, what are you, high? And she's like, yeah, not anymore. I came down hours ago. By the way, we're out of chips, cookies, and funny bones, which is funny. Uh, and Peter, who obviously doesn't want to go to the PTA, uh, convinces Brian to go in his stead. And uh, Brian's like, why should I go? And he's like, remember, I did that thing for you the other week. Oh, come on, buddy. You owe me. Eh? You, you remember what I did for you last week? Sighing softly to the river comes the loving breeze Setting nature all a quiver rustling through the trees Through the trees And that's, I don't know why that part's always been really stuck with me as uh, one of my favorite episode or jokes of this episode uh, but when he's at the PTA, Brian meets Quagmire, and they are still cordial uh, as far as their relationship goes. He's like, I didn't know you had kids, Quagmire. And he, or he's like, you don't have kids. And Quagmire's like, don't be so sure. I've uh, I've done women all over the world. I could have children in their 20s. And we get a cut away to a Spanish Quagmire who has a quick argument with his wife um, about... He's just like, I don't, I can't talk to you. And like this giggity, 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 and he runs off to go to a bullfight. It's really funny. And uh, then after he's done talking to Quagmire, uh, Brian sees a woman from across the room. And uh, he can't help himself but uh, walking up to her. Wow, that's, uh, that, that, that's a lovely color. Uh, your, your, your dress is a color. Your dress is, is I, I like, uh, you're, you're very pretty. Thank you. I'm the 11th grade history teacher, Miss Parks. Oh, like Rosa Parks. Or, or you know, or someone white named Parks. <laughs> Nothing cuter than a nervous white dog. Well, uh, I'm, I'm Brian, and uh, gosh, if I'm not being too forward, it's lovely to meet you, Miss Parks. Oh, please, call me Shauna. Shauna, Shauna. Uh, it started doing that. That's a joke from um, Ferris Bueller, uh, and it's when the sister meets Charlie Sheen. She's like, uh, people call me Shauna, and then it does that, ooh, Shauna. Then at dinner, uh, Brian says he can't play darts with Peter at the clam because he's got a date with Shauna, and uh, everyone's um, Peter does a spit take, and then uh, Stewie's like, oh, um, Stewie's, Stewie says, um, oh, you, Brian has a date, what's his name? Ah, see, I insinuated you are homosexual, that's funny to me. And uh, he's like, yeah, it's uh, Shauna Parks, and Lois is like, Meg's teacher, and then uh, Peter does another spit take. This whole time he's been spitting milk at Meg. And, um, yeah, it, we, then, uh, Stewie does a really funny cutaway. He's like, oh, Brian on a date, that should be more pathetic than, uh, when I played Marco Polo with Helen Keller. And we get a cutaway to him playing Marco Polo with Helen Keller, and she's just not doing anything. And he's like, Marco, 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 and she's just standing there, because she doesn't know what's going on. But we cut to Brian on his date. Uh, she's like, yeah, yeah, I definitely want to have kids someday. And he's like, oh, hi, kids. I love kids. Ugh, you know, if I could just get all the orphans and, and, and put them on a farm and, and you know, just, just let them run wild. And, and then they start talking about uh, her name. 
they start talking about the name of the school uh james was he's like i don't even know how that how that became like that uh maybe it should be something like i don't know martin luther king or or, or something he just names a bunch of black people and uh i don't know if i mentioned this but shauna is black and so he's this whole time he's been really uh being awkward and um he they're like she's like oh naming the school after martin luther king that's a great idea and he's like oh martin luther king i love martin luther king yeah you know uh mlk yeah you know if i could just if i could just get all of the black people and just put them on a farm oh my god that's not what i meant and she's like dude don't worry i'm i'm having fun you know i'm on the date and um he's like oh okay yeah i can uh, i can chill he's like just so you know, if I was offered a slave, I, I'd say no. And that's, like, okay. That's a weird thing to say. Uh, but after that, we cut to uh, a scene with Lois on the phone with Bonnie uh, talking about the latest book that she's been reading. Oh, by the way, Bonnie, we just finished reading The Da Vinci Code at my book club. You are right. It's terrific. Oh, let me guess. Some flowery 300-page menopausal masturbatory aid. Oh, I loved it. Oh, and the chapters are only about two pages long, so you feel really smart when you read it. Take it outside, Lois. Good night, sweetie. Oh, yes, just as I thought. France, art, murder... Well, this is a bigger surprise than that time Peter vanished into thin air. Hey, Stewie, peekaboo! Yes, I see you, fat man. <gasps> Where's Gary? What? Where did you go? Oh, this is impossible. Well, I, I can hear you, but I can't see. Well, he must really be gone. Peekaboo! Ah! How the hell did you do that? Look, I thought you disappeared, otherwise I wouldn't have picked my... Oh, great, leave when I'm right in the middle of a sentence. And that's so funny. The, the chapters are really short, so you feel like you're really smart. And I really think that's so fucking funny. My wife actually likes... She, uh, she likes the Da Vinci Code movie. She likes all those movies. I've never read or seen them, so I can't really have a... Uh, have a uh, opinion on it one way or the other. And also that peekaboo joke with Peter is so fucking funny. Uh, but Peter and Brian get into a really big fight... Uh, he, you know, Peter's like, ah, oh, you know, he, uh, what's your problem, you know? Uh, James Woods is a hero around these parts, and Brian's like, look, I'm just trying to, he's like, no, you're just trying to get him good with your girlfriend, and so they, uh, they stop being friends, and he's like, fine, I'll just go get a new best friend, and we cut to Peter hanging out with Barney Rubble, he's like, alright, come on, Bonnie, we gotta go play dats, and Bonnie's like, oh, okay, Peter, uh, let me just finish up, he's in the bathroom, uh, he, he, we cut into the bathroom. He's sitting on like a pelican's mouth, and uh, that's the toilet. And the pelican's like, "You think you have a crap job?" Womp 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 womp. And it's so fuck, dude. That fucking uh, Hanna Barbera Flintstones um, animal turning to the camera and being like, "It's a living." That's the funniest fucking thing in the entire fucking world. Uh, but then Peter's like, ah, oh, you know, I don't need, I don't need Brian to be my friend. I, I, I got you, Meg. And it's just him and Meg on the couch. And, and he, and he's just like, he's like, what was that? What was that? And he knocks on the TV. He's like, what, what was that someone at the door? Are you going to get it? Are you going to get it? Are you going to get it? Is this your ball? Is this your ball? And Meg is like, I'm not a dog, you bastard. And it's so fucking funny. This episode, like half of it doesn't even have James Woods in it. 
But after that, Stewie, uh, it's the next day at breakfast, and Stewie is uh, reading, still, he just finished the book, and uh, Lois is like, oh, you're up early. He's like, I'm up still. And he's like, hold on, hold on, hold on. And he's finishing the last page. He's like, I loved this book. Nothing like a good book to recharge your batteries. Face plant to his fucking oatmeal. And that's it. They, okay, on the DVD, they have a little description of the episode on the back with the with the title on these early ones. And it said that part of the plot was that Stewie reads uh, the Da Vinci Code. But that's it right there it's those two scenes that's it that's not a b plot and and for the guy who wrote that you're a dumbass that's literally a joke and a callback um brian comes in with a newspaper the um the oh i was wrong earlier brian and peter stopped being friends because brian was spending so much time with shauna and Peter was getting jealous. This is where Peter finds out that, that they're getting the school name changed. And he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. James Woods is a fucking hero uh, around these parts. You can't just do that. And actually, there's a funny part because Peter takes the paper. And he's like, uh, uh, Brian's like, check this out, Peter. And Peter looks at it. He's like, oh, my God. Uh, Twelve die in train derailment. Lois, that is just morbidly obese. And that's funny. But he gets super mad uh, about them changing the name. He's like, what do you even want to name, change it to? And he's like, Martin Luther King. And then Peter plays like this weird celebrity name game show with Brian. I mentioned to Shauna that they ought to change the name of James Woods High to Martin Luther King Jr. And uh, she really ran with it. The school board is voting on it tomorrow. Congratulations, Brian. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait, wait, wait. wait. You, you and your girlfriend are taking the name James Woods off to high school? Well, yes, for Martin Luther King. That's crazy. Y you gonna name the school after the star of Space 1999? No, that's Martin Landau. Oh, the guy who played Shanene? That's Martin Lawrence. The drunk crooner? That's Dean Martin. The drink that's best served on the rocks? Martini and Rossi. The guy on the West Wing? Martin Sheen. The guy from Platoon? Charlie Sheen. No, no, the other guy from Platoon. Uh, uh, it, uh... Come on! Uh, uh, w w Willem Dafoe. Now, it's Tom Berenger. We were looking for Tom Berenger. Well, thanks for playing, Brian. I'm sorry it didn't work out for you. Oh, that's okay. I had a lot of fun. I'm, I'm a big fan of the show. Wait a minute! Peter. And then Peter and Brian continue to fight about it. And then Meg is like, can't you guys stop fighting? Oh, my God. And then she runs off. And then we get another Flintstones joke where Sheep's like, uh, or Chris is like, what's wrong with Meg? And Lois is like, oh, it's just her time of the month. And you just see a sheep and he's like, uh-oh. Womp, 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 at the school board meeting regarding the name change, everything's looking good for the for the for Brian and Shauna. The name change is going to go through. Bruce does give a uh, a, a really good uh, pitch for the school's uh, quarterly newsletter. I just love Bruce. He's one of my favorite characters. Like seriously, top five favorite characters for some reason. I just I just love. Mike Henry's fucking uh, performance artist guy. Well, Mr. Griffin, your arguments for the school's name change are quite compelling. Brian, I think you did it. Oh, amen. By the way, I just want to remind everybody to put the email address on the list in the back there so we can send you our quarterly newsletter. It's chock full of goings on around the school. It's got a word jumble, a little hint, 
All the answers have to do with something here at the school. Yes, I'm sure we're all looking forward to that. Now uh, but James Woods comes in with Peter. He's like, he, the guy asks if anyone's got any uh, problems with the name change. And he's like, Peter comes in. I think this guy might. And it's James Woods. He's like, hey, everybody. And um, Sean is like, oh, my God, what is he doing? He's like, Peter does stupid stuff all the time. And we get a cutaway to Peter doing this funny cockpit joke where a, where a stewardess comes in. He's a pilot. And he's like, hey, what's this uh, room's called? And she keeps like calling it different names like flight deck and control room. And she finally gets to cockpit. And he laughs really hard. And he's like, all right, get out of here. And um, it's really funny. And the, the uh, stewardess is played by... Um, Rachel McFarlane, uh, who plays Haley in American Dad and is Seth McFarlane's sister, and she's super fucking talented. Uh, one of my favorite voice actors, and one of my favorite guests on this show, because she always plays really funny characters. But James Woods is super cool with the MLK name change, and so James Wood hot. James Woods high, it remains. And then uh, the family has J-Dubs over for lunch, and uh, he's like... Man, I haven't uh, been this close to celebrity. I think this is the cutaway uh, setup. He's like, I haven't been this close to celebrity since I was Christina Aguilera's manager. And this joke is so fucking funny. Get ready. Man, what a great lunch, Lois. Thank you so much for having me over. Well, it's not often we get to meet celebrities. Yeah, except when I was Christina Aguilera's manager. Okay, uh, let me just go ahead and stop you right there. You sound terrible, all right? You're doing this thing, which is just, you know, what the hell is that? I mean, and you look like if I touched you, you'd be sticky, and frankly, you smell bad. You're pretty much offensive to all five senses. That's only four. Well, actually, you know when you smell something and it gets stuck in there and you can sort of taste it? Yeah, well, I'm tasting you right now, and it tastes awful. Truly disgusting, like salty garbage. Yeah, I totally taste it. Oh, Brian, there you are. Look who's here for lunch. Oh, hello, Mr. Woods. Peter tells me you're in films. Peter, could I talk to you in the living room? And again, that joke is so fucking funny. But Brian comes in, he's super mad, and James Woods actually fucking loves this line. That he, uh, Brian comes in and he's like, Oh, hello, Peter, can I talk to you in the living room? Oh, hello, Mr. Woods. I've heard that you are in films. And James Woods really fucking thought that was funny in the commentary. Um, James Woods is, uh, uh, he's, he's gonna chill, they go to talk, and Brian and Peter are fighting in the living room, they're, they're both making really good points, and then Brian, oh, there's a really funny cutaway to Ronald Reagan, uh, being like a scene, he's like, uh, man, uh, I can't remember the setup, but there's, it's, a uh, Reagan trying to, to attack a like a fast food joint. He's like, Reagan smash. And then Brian leaves. And Peter, James was like, all right, well, I guess I'm going to get out of here. And Peter's like, hey, why don't you why don't you hang out? And James Woods is like, yeah, yeah, you can just hang out like regular guys. Yeah, yeah, I could do that. I'll check into my hotel. And he's like, yeah, fuck that. You'll stay here. We'll camp out in the yard. And James Woods is like, wicked cool. <laughs> and uh, then they have a hilarious camp out. Uh, they they are telling ghost stories and it's just so fucking funny, and uh, Peter like 
puts together like the hook in the hand and the calls were coming from inside the house and um then we get to the really really funny james woods song someone to care for to be there for i have james woods someone to do for model through for you have james woods someone to share joy or despair with whichever betides you life becomes a chore unless you're living for someone to tend to be a friend to i have james woods Someone to strive for, do or die for, you have James Woods. It's true, we too have a likewise point of view. Cause James Woods has you, and I have James Woods too. This song is from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, and um... They said that it was so much fun to record, and James Woods was like, "Ah, I'm, I'm terrible. There was so much uh, computer help with it, but it's it's a pretty funny song, and the videos for it is funny. And the director is like, this is actually a, like a visual tour of Rhode Island, because like they said, he said that like the Rhode Island State House is in there, and there's a bunch of Rhode Island um, landmarks in it, and." Uh, he, he, he was like, I just really wanted to put that in there, especially since it's about James Woods and he's like from Rhode Island. So he was like, I got to put all that shit in there. And then we cut to Brian and Shauna uh, showing up to a movie called uh, I'm Sleeping with Someone at Paramount, starring Ashley Judd. They were like, in the commentary, they were like, we don't even know her. She hasn't done anything to us. And they just thought that was funny. And then uh, they... They get into a really big argument, um, and it does not go uh, Brian's way. I'm not going to avoid Peter like the drunk chick at a party. I just smoked the wrong side of a cigarette! Who wants to go swimming? Oh, this song is about me! Look, Brian, Peter is a jerk. And as far as I'm concerned, it's either him or me. Shauna, come on. Why you want to play a brother like that? I think I have my answer. You know what? I will have some of that. What the... what the hell is this? Cream corn. I brought it from home because I don't like the cream corn they have here. It's too crunchy. And that Adam West joke is actually really funny because Adam West played a character on The Adventures of Pete and Pete on Nick uh, that was a principal and he loved cream corn. So that was a continuation of that character or an homage, if you will. Uh, but that's so fucking funny. And yeah, Brian and Shauna break up. Brian goes to Peter's door to try to apologize. He's like, come on, I just want to sleep on the foot of your bed again. And Peter's like, ah, I don't think so, Brian. That's, that's, that's not going to work out. And Brian's like, come on. And he comes in and James Woods is laying at the end of the bed. And James is like, look at my little feet. He's just funny. Um, and then... Uh, He's like, oh, I see, and so he lays down at the at the at at the foot of their door, and he's really sad. And then James Woods is like running like a dog, uh, having a dream, and it's so fucking funny. 
And uh, I think in the commentary, one of the directors is like, uh, "Oh, look, you're trying to chase a squirrel." And James was like, "No, I was chasing, I was chasing some tail. I can tell you that much." But with that, we with Brian in a pit of despair at losing his girlfriend and his best friend, and with Peter hanging out with James Woods, being best buds. We will go to frickin' sweet stuff and come back with our episode, Peter's Got Woods. This week in frickin' sweet stuff, we wanted to highlight uh, our guest stars, our main guest stars. Uh, Best role, in my opinion. Uh, James Woods played Hades in the movie Hercules. He also played it in the animated series. He also played it... On the House's Mouse show, he played it on the House of Villains uh, show. He's played it uh, so often, and he plays it so well. And it, that char- it's one of my favorite, uh, and one of the favorite recurring villains in uh, Disney, uh, you know, mediums. And and he's just so funny in that role. And um, he also plays it in Kingdom Hearts, which is one of my favorite video game series. Uh, I have every single game in there and then it's catalog. And there's a reason he comes up so often and why that, why I feel like that comes up so often. It's not just, uh, Hercules or the, you know, the, uh, stuff like that. It's also because, you know, they want to get James Woods in there because he's so, he, in any, he's so good at it. And because his uh, uh, children and his nieces and nephews like were like, you have to do it. He always does it. So, uh, you know, no matter what you th- got to think about him, that role is really good. And uh, it, he was really made to do that role. And uh, it, for his efforts, he won an Emmy for his role in the, um, the animated show on Disney Channel. So good on you, James Woods. And this week we also wanted to do a really uh, quick and a really special Frickin' Sweet Games. This week we wanted to highlight Perfect Dark for the Nintendo 64. I got reminded of this the other day and uh, this was one of my favorite favorite games for the Nintendo 64. The Nintendo 64 was like revolutionary and it was like it was like pivotal to to me to my childhood. I played everything. I played Perfect Dark, uh, you know, uh, Zelda, Mario, everything you can possibly think of, especially wrestling games. I was wicked into like WWF No Mercy and uh, WrestleMania 2000 and all the WCW games as well. Um, but Perfect Dark was really special. Uh, it's a, if you don't know, it was created by Rare Games. It came out uh, May twenty second, two thousand. It's a stealth and first person shooter game. It is the spiritual su- successor to Goldeneye. Uh, Rare made uh, Goldeneye, and this was its spiritual successor. And it takes like almost all of the like aiming mechanics and all of the mechanics for the game. And kind of refine them a little bit more, and it gives it a more robust uh, weapons system, uh, in my opinion. And it's got a really, really fun story. It was one of my favorite games growing up. Uh, you play as Joanna Dark, who works for the Carrington Institute. She's trying to stop a war that's between two alien species from destroying Earth. It's so fucking good. 
Um, the frame rate, there were frame rate issues, and that brought its overall rating down in many of its uh, uh, official ratings. But it's got a crazy good ma- multiplayer system, um, like like with where you could play with bots, and 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 there were so many uh, ways to play, and it had a really good story, and it was just such a good game. It ended up getting a sequel, uh, Perfect Dark Zero, in two thousand and five. And currently there is a third title in production by The Initiative that we are waiting for with bated breath. This is one of my favorite game series, even though it's not the best, but it is something that's really uh, special to me because it's one of my favorite games from my childhood. And, And it's so much fun to play. And like I said, I can't tell you how much fun playing the the campaign mode on this was for me. Um, And it's just... It's, it's just crazy good, so I really, really recommend you trying to find a way to play Perfect Dark. And this week we wanted to wrap it up with a really fun, frickin' sweet music. My hair is growing, growing all the time. And then you poke your head out the door with a C chord. Everything looks okay out here. Maybe I'll take a walk outside. Are you afraid? <laughs> the letter A, the A, the A, the letter A, 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 song is uh, one that's uh, pretty special to me. It is Creedence Clearwater Revival's Heard It Through the Grapevine. Ooh, I heard it through the grapevine And I'm just about to lose my mind Honey, honey, yeah The reason that this one is special to me is because I once took my grandma to see Creedence, uh, Creedence Clearwater revisited uh, a few years, of, well, almost 10 years back to see them play. And uh, it was so fun uh, just hanging out with her and seeing her rock out. Uh, CCR is one of her favorite bands. This song, Heard It Through the Grapevine, came out uh, on 1970s Cosmos Factory album. And it's 11 minutes. It's a remake of a uh, previous song and the song debuted for them at 43 on the Billboard Top 100 and this song just fucking rules it's so smooth I absolutely love it and our mid-school song uh, from when I was in school uh, this week is Chameleon Hair's Hip Hop Police what about the pimp guy? He was on one of your songs. I could have sworn that he said he had a pocket full of stones. Am I wrong? Hell yeah, I don't know who that is. I don't know no pimp C. All I know is I'm rich and I'm a bond like James. Bet I'll be out here quick, man. You ain't getting out of here. You must think it's This song is really fucking fun. Uh, I remember really liking this when I was a kid. Uh, I don't know why. This song just really stuck with me. And the video is so, so fun. It features Slick Rick. It's from uh, Chameleonaire's 2007 Ultimate Victory album. The video fucking rules. And it's just a killer song to begin with. 
and this week's new school song uh, is a one of my favorite songs that I've been jamming out to uh, for a while. Uh, it's AJR's Bang. Still I'm not feeling right. Been a hell of a ride, but I'm thinking it's time to go. Here we go. So put your best face on everybody. Pretend you love this song. Everybody come hang. Let's go out with some bang. It is from their 2020 album, OK Orchestra. And is so fucking good. I love AJR. Uh, I started listening to them when they came out a few years back. And every song that I hear by them is just a fucking banger. Uh, pun intended. And this song is is one of my favorites by them. Uh, the part uh, where he says metronome and here we go. Uh, that guy is the actual New York City subway guy. Uh, he... Uh, heard a recording of it and was like, oh, I'll, I'll do that for you guys. So they got him to do it. And this song debuted at number 99 on the Billboard Top 100, but it would go on to finish at number 8 on the Billboard Top 100. So good job, guys. Uh, that song is, like I said, one of the songs that I've been jamming out to recently. Uh, so fuck yeah. Uh, all of these songs are freaking sweet. All of this stuff is freaking sweet. I really recommend you guys checking out all of it. And now we'll get you back into your episode of Family Guy, Peter Scott Woods. Welcome back from freaking sweet stuff. I got the podcast, Cats on the Ones and Twos, and I'm ready for more Family Guy, baby. This episode picks up with Peter and James Woods going out to play some fucking Frisbee. Peter's like, all right, now catch it in your mouth like Brian. And I find that fucking hilarious. Uh, it literally hits James Woods right in the mouth, but he doesn't like chomp down to catch it. And Peter's like, hey, you, you got a bite. And he's like, well, what's my motivation, Peter? And he's like, just throw it back. And he's like, you know what? This is boring. Let's go watch Videodrome. And so they're watching video. They go to watch Videodrome. And Peter's like, um, okay, well, is there going to be any nudity? And he's like, yes, yes, I, uh, I get nude. And that's just one of James Woods's favorite lines. And then we cut to Brian and Stewie talking at a diner uh, in a weird scene that I actually like a lot, Brian, except for the fact that Brian's smoking, like, right in Stewie's face. Other than that, uh, this is a really good scene. Um, they're talking. He's like, I just I just don't know why I, I want to, uh, you know, I just don't know why he won't uh, hang out with me instead of James Woods. And he's like, do you really care about a guy who's tried to pick up girls at a Miss USA concert? Or a Miss USA contest. We go to the, one of the funniest fucking cutaways uh, to Peter uh, at a trying to pick up girls at a Miss USA contest. Hey, how's it going? I'm Peter. You want to go out sometime? Maybe get a Saturday night free? Yeah, yeah you know what? The hell with you then. Yeah, go to hell. Go to hell. Hey, I'm Peter. And what do you say you and me go get a couple beers? Yeah, maybe we could. Ah, oh, fine. You know what? You got mosquito bite boobs anyway. I, I don't care. I don't care. I don't need you. Hey, how are you? I'm Peter. I got a coupon for Sizzler with your name on it. You know, maybe the two of us get you... Ah, you know what? I don't care. You're a bitch. Well, Brian, I know you're upset now, but if there's anything I've learned in this life, it's that you can't let the little things... Hey! Hey! Where's my money? Don't you walk out on me! And, uh, Stewie's like, you know, Brian, I, th I just think you need to not worry about the little thing. And then he sees some 
girls who come in see him and try to walk out of the and try to run out of there and he's like hey hey come back you got my money don't walk out on me and he runs after them we get to brian and peter at the clam brian walks up and sits next to peter and he's like hey and peter's like hey and they make up and it's really sweet they go home later laughing and we have a fucking psychotic scene with james woods and um this is so funny and before I play the clip, uh, I just want to tell you that Seth MacFarlane said that he never breaks in the booth. He was like, he was like, this is the one time, this is the one time where I was in the booth and with James Woods and I could not keep it together. And it's so fucking funny. So I got to play it. James, uh, what, what, uh, what, what, what are you doing here? What's going on? Hello, Peter. Would you like some... Cold roast beef? Uh, I, I, what, what, what do you mean? I... I don't know, Peter. I had this crazy idea that you and I were supposed to have dinner tonight. But I guess you had other plans, huh? Well, you know, Brian, Brian and I were just at the clan. Oh, that's fun. That sounds like you had a fun time. And where would I fit in with the fun time, huh? Where does James Woods fit into the fun, you f***er? Look, James, you're acting kind of weird. I'll act however I want to act, you son of a bitch! I'm sorry, Peter, I didn't mean that. And after that, uh, Peter's like, wow, this is so fucking, uh, this is so fucking crazy. I haven't been this freaked out since that Star Trek episode. We get a really funny cutaway. Okay, this epi- this cutaway, it has all of the Star Trek Next Generation characters in the background and shit, but this, uh, this cutaway has uh, Michael Dorn, Worf, it's got Patrick Stewart, and it's also got Jonathan Frakes all playing their characters of of number one, the captain, and, and Worf. And um, it's so fucking funny. I love that, um, I love that Patrick Stewart is kind of like their British Adam West. He's like that old, really good actor who, who will just say anything. <laughs> Number one. Yes, Captain. Let me ask you something. If I whispered in your ear that Commander Worf's head looks like a fanny, would you join me in a laugh? Yeah, I could get in on that. All right. Here it comes. Commander Worf's head looks like a fanny. (laughs) (laughs) You can both suck my ridges. Oh, get a sense of humor, Rocky Dennis. And then Peter and Brian are driving along in a car. Peter's like, Man, uh, we gotta come up with a wacky scheme like the kids in that 70s show. And I think I got it. And then it cuts to a That 70s Show, uh, a That 70s Show transition. And, um, it's, it's really funny. And I love, love That 70s Show. I was just watching it yesterday. I have all of the seasons. And,. Uh, I actually started when I was doing the at the beginning of this podcast, uh, like two months into it. I started recording. I did two episodes of another show called "The Kids Are All Right," which is the original name of that seven or not the original, but a pitched name for that '70s show. And uh, I really love that '70s show because I really love the the characters on it. And the reason I stopped doing it was because it. I got really busy, but also because it was around the time Danny Masterson was getting Me Too'd, which is uh, uh, good. And I uh, was super bummed out because I love that 70s show, and he's like my least favorite character on that show. My 
I fucking love Topher Grace, especially Topher Grace playing Eric Foreman, because he's such a fucking good actor. Like, he's ridiculously good, and everyone else on that show is good. And like I said, Danny Masterson's character of Hyde is, like, my least favorite character, because he's, like, he's, like, that stoner character, you know, he's just super stereotypical, oh, I'm really paranoid, and the government's out to get me, and I don't know, he's just a stereotypical, archetypical bad guy, or not bad guy, but, like, like, bad boy stoner, and it just didn't appeal to me, because it just seemed so forced. Uh, but beyond, so they do that, that 70s show transition as I did not do a smooth one, uh, to probably the most famous joke from this episode. It's the Reese's Pieces joke where James Woods comes in and, uh, they have a box and a stick and it's just, Ooh, a piece of candy. 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 And he follows those Reese's Pieces up to that fucking thing, and they pulled the stick, and they got him. Ah, it's good to have you back in that spot, Brian. It's good to be back, Peter. By the way, what'd you end up doing with James Woods? Don't worry, Brian. He's being examined by top men. Who? Top men. episode that is when the credits come in and that top men joke is a reference to um to Raiders of the Lost Ark as well as E.T. and like I said that is where our credits come in That'll do it for us here at Frickin' Sweet, a Family Guy podcast. I've been your host, your family guy, Ian. And this week has been so much fun. The commentary was surprising uh, for how I actually much I thought James Woods was really funny. He only had a few instances of of being weird and kind of making me mad. But that's neither here nor there. You can't agree with everybody on everything. He was actually really funny and uh, really nice and really cordial. And the commentaries are actually really funny. There's always Seth and David Goodman, and they're so fucking funny. David Goodman's always the one who does the the Ray Romano or Kermit the Frog impressions or anything like that. And this episode is actually really, really funny. And uh, you forget how good this first James Woods episode actually is. And next week is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be doing the episode Perfect Castaway which is where Peter and the guys uh, get marooned on a on a uh, uncharted island and they get they get rescued by a cruise ship and when Peter comes back Lois marries Brian and uh, hilarity ensues and it's a it's a really really good episode I can't wait to get into it uh, if you want to send us an email, you can at frickinsweetfamilypod at gmail.com, didn't stumble. And you can send us a voicemail at anchor.fm slash frickinsweet there. You can not only send us a voicemail and hear it right here on the show, but you can also listen to our entire backlog of episodes, including uh, 60 uh, and now 61 and counting episodes of Family Guy or our specials that came between seasons or our specials on 
the origins of Family Guy, the uh, Stewie Griffin, the untold story, and the first Star Wars episode. Those are so fun. And, like, this has been so much fun. There are a few listeners I love to hear from. Uh, I usually put my episodes out because I get up really, really early in the morning. And um, I usually put my episodes out around 6 a.m. And there are, by, and I get to work at about, uh, I get, like, I get to, like, look at my phone the next time at, like, 6.50. And there's, like, two or three people, like, between two and five people who listen to it within that first hour. And I'd love to, to know who you are and tell you thank you. Uh, so send us an email if that's you. Or send us an email if you just want to say anything. We'll uh, we'll talk about it on the show, or uh, we can just uh, talk in general. Um, but thank you for listening. Next week we're gonna have a lot of fun with Perfect Castaway, and we'll see you later. Bye. It seems today that all you see is vile. Hey, a bag of weed, a bag of weed, oh, everything is better with a bag of weed. It's the only nothing you'll ever need. They try to defeat me, they can all just freaking eat me. To make you call fellatio a trouser-friendly kiss is the plain situation. Be sure that you see that this is not a chive.